Greetings and salutations. You're listening to the show that covers all things Disney, Pixar, Star Wars, and Marvel. You are listening to the Dcast, the official podcast of the Disney Insider. And today we're just talking your Disney movie news questions with guest co-host Sarah Sterling. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Casters, this is Skylar, and with me today, covering for Andy, I'm so glad she is here to have my back, Sarah Sterling. How are you doing, Sarah? Good. How are you? I'm good. Um, it's been a, a long week, but, uh, you know, I'm glad you're here. Andy's uh, got some, you know, has his family's under the weather, so hope your family gets better soon. Take care of the family, and uh, I'm glad you're here to help me out. How was, how was your week? Did you do anything fun, exciting? I don't even remember. Um, it feels like it went by so quickly because it feels like it was just yesterday. I talked to you guys last week about last week's news. Um, nothing crazy going on on my end. Just having a good good week, good month. Good to hear. You That's know. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Disney news has been super slow. So really, there's really nothing much to talk about. Um, you know, there's the Lady and the Tramp stuff that, uh, you know, started production. So we saw some set photos. Um, really, I, I guess we've talked about Lady and the Tramp so many times, but this really haven't talked about the set photos on the show yet because they had just come out this week. But um, mm-hmm. what did you think of the photos? I know some of them were blurry and they're, they're, it's just, you know, long shot set photos. But was there anything that you saw that kind of caught your eye that made you go, oh, my gosh, that's cool? Yeah, well, I mean, we, we texted about it briefly, but I was pretty excited to see kind of the architecture of the houses and things like that, that really, um, you know, just go to show that it's going to be in a turn of the century feel, which I was wondering way back when this first got announced, like, are they going to make it more modern? Is it still going to be in the same time period as the animated movie? And the answer is yes, it will. So that's cool to see in actual photos at this point. Yeah, it's it. I, I think this was the one movie that kind of freaked me out. Like, I don't know if I could, you know, feel okay with a modern day Lady and the Tramp. It's, it, it'd be just so weird to me seeing what any of the, you know, any of the classic, you know, Walt Disney animated films that are set in, you know, as period pieces that are updated to modern times would be just weird to me. So, um, I, I liked it. Do you think any of those Scottish Terriers are Jackie or Jock or whoever? Um, probably. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, are there are there other Scotties? I don't know. Until it, I mean, in the end, are there more Scotties? I forget. But it seems like probably, probably well, our girl. We'll get, <laughs> yeah, hopefully we'll get more uh, more set photos, and this topic will be a lot better to talk about in the coming weeks, but it just started production. Um, And film that ended production, Jungle Cruise, you know, did you happen to catch that kind of thank you uh, for, you know, supporting the movie's little video clip that they released? No, I didn't see that. I like, I, it was so funny. I was at lunch today talking about how it was in production. So 
now I have to update all those people I talked to about it and tell them that production has wrapped. So I wasn't even sure it was done until we spoke. Um, what was the video? So it, it was just really quick. You know, they've been teasing this movie yeah. with like other videos and stuff like that. Well, they kind of, you know, the, you know how The Rock is. The Rock is like his own marketing team. And yeah. he just walked around, you know, saying, you know, this is over, you know. Uh, this is like the movie of a lifetime and there's one hardworking person and Emily Blunt's in the video kind of saying there is a hardworking person on set and The Rock goes, oh yeah, it's me. And Emily Blunt goes, uh, excuse me, no. And they, you know, they kind of pan out and they show the whole crew, you know, all the, you know, the people that work behind the scenes. And he yeah. says, thank you for making Jungle Cruise something special that, you know, Walt Disney would be proud of. And then they threw all their little sailor caps in the air and you know, Walt, our, uh, The Rock had his little skipper outfit on, so Cute. It, was cool. it was just a nice little way to kind of say, hey, we wrapped production, but it was like a four-month production, but it felt like it went by super quick. Yeah, definitely. I can't wait for that movie to come out, honestly. It comes out in October. The only, are you, let me ask you this, because I don't think uh-huh. we've ever talked about this, like, just you and I. Mm-hmm. Are you one of those people that fear the Jungle Cruise is going to be too much like Jumanji? No, I don't fear that at all, honestly. I mean, Jumanji is a very specific premise. I mean, I get what people are saying. The Rock is, like, very enamored with jungle-themed movies right now. But, like, Jumanji at its core is, like, you following the rules of a game in real life. And that is not what this movie is going to be about, even if it is a jungle adventure movie. So I'm not really worried about that. I'm way more worried about mm, just like there are some parts of the ride that are a little bit tasteless in this day and age. Sure. And I wonder how that is going to be, whether that will be included in the movie or not. Um, Someone, the reason why it came up today specifically is a friend asked me, if I think they're going to make the movie more politically correct than the ride is, and then in turn change the ride to fit the movie. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. What, did, what, what are your thoughts? I said that people are going to freak out if they touch the Jungle Cruise at all. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no. Even no. if it's for good. No, you're um, totally right. I, and I, I agree with you. I don't, I, the, the Jungle movies obviously work for The Rock. Like, if he's in a jungle, these movies are making hundreds of millions of dollars. And Jumanji last year just proved how successful, you know, not only that franchise is, but how successful The Rock is as a leading star. The only thing that worries me is that this movie comes out October 2019. Mm -hmm. And I believe, I could be wrong, but I think they dated Jumanji 2 for December 2019. I think that's way too close. Yeah. Like, I'm cool with two different jungle movies, you know, being led by The Rock. It's just they're way too close. So that'd be my only worry. At least this one's first. (laughs) Kind of. I'm hoping that... ah. If it were second, I'd be very fearful. But as long as it's the first one coming out, I'm a little less worried. Yeah, I guess I can agree with you there. But. Yeah, well, since there's not a lot of Disney news, you know, the box office has been kind of boring. No one wants to, to hear about the Predator. Um, mm. <laughs> we take questions off of Instagram and Twitter, so we're actually, for the rest of the show, going to answer some of our listeners' uh, Instagram and Twitter questions. So Yay. a lot of these 
a lot of these questions might be park-based. They might be, you know, movie-based. I'm just going to read these questions on the fly, and uh, this will be fun. This is uh, we got a lot of questions, especially on Instagram. If you want to get a question to the Dcast or the Diz Insider, just follow us on social media. We're everywhere. There's a link to this specific episode at thedizinsider.com. Click the link and then send us a question. We'd love to uh, read it on the show. I'm going to let Sarah answer this question first. This comes from Puck Heroes Art, who actually designed the DCAS logo, this new one. Um, he asks, what is your least favorite Disney movie and why? Ooh, such a good question. I mean, uh, I'll go with the first thing that came to mind, which was Chicken Little, which uh, I tried to watch for the first time ever this past year at some point, and I yeah, couldn't I saw that. finish it. <laughs> it's a tough one. Yeah. Is there a reason why? No, I mean, like, it was just so slow, I felt. And, like, we didn't even get to the part where they went to space or whatever happens, apparently. Um, We were just like, let's watch uh, something we like instead of (laughs) trying to finish this. (laughs) Let's just read the original story of Chicken Little. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So mine for the longest time was Home on the Range. I just, I never found Home on the Range to be entertaining to me. Yeah. Until I watched something else just recently on Netflix, which I know I've seen when it first came out, but it, it was just, I saw it in the theaters and I, I must have fell asleep on it. So I gave it a second shot and everyone gets, is going to get mad at me right now, but I am not a big fan of Bolt at all. Oh yeah. No, I, I actually haven't seen Bolt. So I don't like, know. The char- like the characters are, are cute, I would say. I mean, mm-hmm. Bolt's a cute character when he's out at the parks, you know. Of course, you want your picture with Bolt. He's rarely out, but he's out for events. But I just, when I look at a cute dog in an animated film, the last actor that I can just picture voicing that dog is John Travolta. And that oh cuteness God. factor kind of deteriorates for me. <laughs> and... I just, the whole story of like a dog gets lost and is looking for his owner. It's like, I've heard that before. So yeah, yeah, they're, they're, I'm trust me, there's others, but you know, those are the two big ones that stand out to me, but yeah. Chicken Little's up there. I, I'm glad you even attempted to watch it. I know. I really feel like I should watch it, but I'll try again some other time. <laughs> is Leo on the same page with you on that one? Oh yeah. We were there watching it together. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Chicken Little. Mm-hmm. All right, next question comes from, I'm going to butcher your name, and I do apologize, is Autumn Dertadian. I know she, okay, I I always known her as Autumn, who worked Tower of Terror for the longest time. If it, if you know Autumn and you know Tower of Terror, you know who this who she is. But she asks, which park has the best Tower of Terror? Um, let me start by saying I've never been to another Disney park outside of California. Call me crazy. I just never had the chance to experience that, so I'm going to let Sarah answer this. Well, I think that the the what the non the the objective answer is that am I using that correctly? Yes, the objective answer is uh, Tokyo Disney Sea's Tower of Terror. Um, I didn't even go on it, but I'm pretty sure it's like just everybody is like it's the best one. followed by Hollywood Studios, and then, you know, that th- that's it, right? Those are the only two now. I think so. So, I mean, I didn't go on Tokyo's, but um, 
I know that it has such a well-developed story. It has original Parks characters. Um, it's way creepier. Leo told me that, like, even the line is, like, very, very, very spooky. Yeah, that's what I've heard, too. So I regret not going even through the line. I should have gone in there and then just, like, bailed. But, um, yeah. Oh, because you're not a fan of the drops. No, man, I can't do the drops. It, gives, it like, makes me feel like I'm going to have a heart attack. I hear you. <laughs> I'm that way with roller coasters. Like, anytime you throw me 300, 400 feet in the air, I'm just like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Like, Disney, I love Disney because they never go too crazy. Yeah. Um, but definitely got pretty nauseous when I went on the Incredicoaster for the first time when I reopened. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even that bad. <laughs> uh, still, yeah. anything that throws you up in the air, it's just, it's that feeling you get. And I, trust me, I know where you're coming from. Yeah. All right, let's move on to a question from uh, Flocka underscore 11. Not laughing at your name. I'm just laughing at me pronouncing your name. <laughs> how do we feel about the live action Kim Possible movie and how will it how do you think it will do? You want to take a stab at that? Uh, yeah, I. <laughs> I have no hope <laughs> for this movie. Oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> So the I, I get where people were coming from when those first photos came out. Like the cast looks good, um, but when that first photo of Ron and Kim Possible kind of standing back to back came out, and someone pointed out that that looked like something you'd see on a costume cover uh, mm -hmm. at your local Spirit Halloween store, I couldn't get over that. And I'm like, oh, that is so true. I can totally see that. And then I'm like, you know what, I'll wait. Let's wait for, you know, the first trailer. And then all of a sudden the first teaser comes out, what, like two months ago? Mm-hmm. And it was the corniest trailer where she did this weird kick that didn't look natural. And then she goes, what's the cinch? All weird. <laughs> it was just, like, forced. And I'm like, okay. I gave it a – and I'm not a big fan of the – I, I have to say this up front. I'm not a big fan of Disney Channel original movies as of the last 10 years. Like, I'm not a fan of Descendants. I'm not a fan of Teen Beach mm -hmm. Musical or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. it, just anything recent, I'm just, it doesn't resonate with me. So I have no faith in this show. I think it's going to be super corny. I think it's super cool they brought Patton Oswalt and uh, uh, Christy Carlson Carlson Romano. Yeah, I'm glad they brought them back. I think that's that's pretty cool. Um, I have no faith, personally. Well, I think that Kim Possible live action is kind of getting swept up um, into conversations about live action remakes in general, which I don't think it should be. Like, I think because it's brought up in conversations alongside, like, live action Aladdin and live yeah. action whatever, like people are taking it more seriously than I think they should. Like, no, it's not going to be as good as a theatrical released movie for sure, good because point. it is a DCOM. Um, and DCOMs generally, like even the best DCOMs are pretty bad. <laughs> no, no, you're like, not wrong. Let's be real. Like high school musical was good, but like, it was definitely also bad. <laughs> so it's like the DCOM like standard is way different than the standards for regular movies. So like, yeah, I think it'll be like a pretty bad decom. Um, but 
that's okay. That's what it. That's what it's for. That's what it's gonna be. Anyone with like super high expectations, like, have you watched a decom recently? Like, oh, those Descendant movies are super corny. The budgets and it, the special effects you can tell are, you know, TV movie effects. It's right. No, no, you like, make a you make a really good point. Yeah, all you can hope from it is like a a good soundtrack, which is like what I think like High School Musical gave us, and like Descendants has some pretty cool music. So I, it's not a musical though, so you know, right? It's not a musical. No, uh, I don't. Think I don't think so. so. So you know, it's just it's gonna be a decom, which are you know good for their own purpose. Oh yeah, I'm sure kids are gonna eat this up. Like if you're right. a fan of decoms, then I think you're gonna be happy. Yeah. But if you're that person that's excited for the live-action Aladdin, the live-action Dumbo, and you liked The Jungle Book, and you liked Beauty and the Beast, then maybe Kim Possible is not going to be something you'll no. be, you know, looking forward to. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, Flocka underscore 11 asks uh, a question that I have seen asked a lot, and it's – I wouldn't say it's controversial, but it's a, it's a question I really – I've always wanted to talk about, and I've just never had the chance to, and I think – with you here, I think this would be a great way to talk about it, is that do you believe that the Disney company is destroying 2D anim- or killing off 2D animation, or do you think they should bring it back, and will that be any different than the 3D success? I love so, this so I guess, discussion. I love so it. I get, so, I, so I guess the question is, why isn't there 2, 2D animation? Do you think Disney's killing it off, and do you think sh- they should ever bring it back? Okay. Um, I think, I mean, like, yes, they're killing it off, but I don't think it's like they're looking at it in that way where they're like, we're going to make it. So this is never a thing again. It's just like the, the art of making animated movies has progressed past that. And the things that we're able to do now with CGI, it's hard Mm -hmm. to like go back to a previous medium. Um, Especially since, like, obviously the animated movies they make today are incredibly difficult and time-consuming, but it's, like, even more time-consuming to go back if you're trying to achieve the effects that exist in movies now. Um, I don't know. It's just, like, I feel like this has happened slowly throughout animation history, but there's never been, like, such a visually drastic change. Like, animation practices have evolved over time. Um, but this is just like a really noticeable shift. I think to go back, I think Dis- I think Disney would never go back. I think other studios might do like weird side random projects that are 2D animated, but not Disney. Sure. Um, I, I agree. I'm, so the way I see it is that I think Disney noticed a trend in box office. I think box office tells a story. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just think, and not even Disney itself, but like you think Pixar and you think DreamWorks like and um, oh, Blue Sky Animation and Illumination, like these movies that were coming out in the early to mid-2000s, like the Shrek movies or the Madagascar mm-hmm. movies or Ice Age. These movies were making hundreds of millions of dollars, even billions of dollars at the box office where – Disney would throw out movies like Lilo and Stitch and um, Princess and the Frog, and these movies struggled to cross $500 million. I don't even think Princess and the Frog hit $500 million, um, or Mm -hmm. Lilo and Stitch, to to that matter. And I just think 
they saw this trend at the box office where people were going out and, you know, speaking their, you know, their, their, you were using their voice with their wallet. Um, you, if you want more 2D animated films, then you need to go out in the theaters and see them. Now, I, I get that they don't make those really anymore in the theaters. Like, mm-hmm. but then again, we, we see movies like, um, Last year, you had Loving Vincent, which was like a Vincent Van Gogh animated film that was all done with like his paintings. And that was kind of like a 2D animated film. And, you know, you, you got Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse coming out coming out pretty soon, which is like a, a new style of animation. There's just so much more you can do with 3D animation um, mm-hmm. is kind of what I'm getting at as well. Um, my, so my question is, and this, I'm, maybe this is an unfair question, but could you see... Moana or Zootopia or Big Hero 6 as uh, 2D animated movies? I know, I was just thinking about that because I was like, yeah, like how would Rapunzel's hair looked if it was 2D animated? Obviously, we have the show now that kind of shows us. But even like Tangled the Series is still not traditionally 2D animation. It has right. elements of CGI with it. And um yeah, I mean, like, the, it's just the the things that they can do, the water in Moana, like, how Sully's hair looked, like, those things couldn't have been achieved with 2D animation. Like, I, I wonder just, I was just thinking in my head, like, how would have Moana done if it was 2D animated? Like, I don't know how that would have affected it, but, I mean, I just think that there's no going back, honestly. For Disney. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be other studios that do it. Mm-hmm. And and to be fair, if you want 2D animation, it's all over television still. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying it's it's not going to be all over film anymore. I mean, I think films will still, you know, every maybe few years a 2D animated film will come out. Um, I think you kind of hit it. There's just more you can do. I don't know what you can do. You know, with 2D animation, when, you know, 3D animation is so successful and there's so much more you can do and the details. And, for instance, like going back to Moana, how do you get the details in water in 2D animation? Like, how do you get the, you know, Tefiti, you know, all the details of, you know, that in, you know, 2D animation? So I totally agree. I don't know how you go back. And to make anyone feel better, traditional hand-drawn images will always be an integral part of even CGI feature films right. with storyboard artists and character design and the development process. Like, traditional hand-drawn animators will still be working in those ways. So that's nice, at least. All right, Andrew Fuchs one 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 asks, "What's the next Disney movie to be on the lookout for?" Hmm, what does he mean by that? You think? Oh man, I is there one that's kind of like we think should stay on people's radar that maybe they should be excited for, and and we can we can base this off of what we saw maybe at the D twenty three Expo or maybe our own opinion of what we're excited for that we think they should be on the lookout for. Sure. Um, in, like, the immediate, like, this year, like, be sure to see Mary Poppins. I don't know. (laughs) Disney has so much coming out. Um, I would say um, all these Disney movies that are coming out are going to be, you know, super popular. So you should already be on the lookout for all of these. But I'm going to say Dumbo. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I just, the, I thought the teaser trailer was really good. I, and I didn't expect it to be as good as it should, would have been, I mean. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not a big Tim Burton fan. Um, was not very vocal about how I am not a fan of his Alice in Wonderland movie. Mm-hmm. But he fits Dumbo more than he would have ever fit Alice in Wonderland. And if you've ever seen that movie Big Fish, you'll yeah. get why he fits Dumbo so perfectly. Um, and Dumbo just looked good. I, I think this will be a really good movie. Colin Farrell... It, Colin Farrell is super underrated to me, and I think he was snubbed of an Oscar when he was in Saving Mr. Banks uh, back in mm-hmm. 2013. So I, 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 I would say Dumbo. I think looking like way down the line, that um, still currently untitled Pixar original um, about suburban fantasy. Oh yeah. I. I'm excited to like continue to see development on that because it is an original story. And by that, I mean, not a sequel, um, which is exciting. Like Coco is Coco and inside out. Well, good dinosaur. Also, we've just had a lot of Pixar sequels. So it's, it's always yeah. exciting when we get another original from them. And it has such an interesting premise and we've really heard nothing about it since D23. So, be I think keep your ears open for that because we'll probably hear more eventually. So yeah. Yeah, and on the on the same vein, like outside of maybe non remakes or sequels is maybe Sade. Mm-hmm. That you know, the the African Princess, which I believe is a live action film. Mm-hmm. Uh by Rick Famayua. Uh Famayua, whatever. Either way, that should be one to, you know, keep your eyes on. It's always those small little hidden gems too, like I could name off maybe five or six movies that didn't do well at the box office for Disney that maybe they should have when you look at maybe like Queen of Cotway or mm-hmm. um, Saving Mr. Banks, for example. Movies that are just so good and, you know, their own kind of tellings of stories, you know. So I think Sade will be something like that. And uh, Suburban, you know, Pixar fantasy movie, since you're right, it's not a sequel, it's there's really not a lot of marketing on it. So, yeah, it's a good one. That's a good call. Um, let's go back to Disney parks. What? <laughs> oh, this is funny. Uh, Medina Inc. is asking Zootopia-inspired land in the Disney parks. Would we like it? Would we not like it? Do you think it should happen? Uh, yeah, I heard a while back. I forget who, like, thought it up. It was just, like, probably one time when I was at Walt Disney World. Um, And I don't know if you're familiar since you haven't been over to the Animal Kingdom, but there's this um, section where you have to literally, like, get on a little train to get to a different part of Animal Kingdom. I I think it's, like, Rafiki's Planet Watch currently um, or Rafiki's something situation. But people have been like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if that was Zootopia and you had to take the train to it like Judy does? And it was, like, a whole Zootopia area over there. And I think that's, like, such a cool idea, especially because it would be an animal kingdom, and, like, that's super fitting. Um, but, yeah, I mean, as long as it fits, and in my mind it would only pretty much fit in animal kingdom, I think it would be super cute. And animal kingdom has a ton of room, so why not? Yeah, you're right. Never been to animal kingdom, but I guess if it fits that area, I'm going to agree with you because you've been there. If you think <laughs> it could work, then I'm going to say absolutely, but... 
movie made a billion dollars. People like it. And it's so weird when I, whenever I tweet news about animated film, like upcoming Disney animated films, the one question I get is when's Zootopia 2? Where's Zootopia 2? There are fans left and right for Zootopia. It's crazy. Um, so could it work? Absolutely. I don't know if it would. Um, yeah, I feel like if it was going to happen, it would have like already been in the works, you know? Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Um, Axtel Johnny asks, who would we want to see voice Sebastian in the Little Mermaid remake? I would love to see Lin-Manuel Miranda do it since he's already doing the music. Hmm. With a Jamaican accent or not? <laughs> That's so hard. If I say no, people will be like, oh, my God, he has to have the Jamaican accent. But why? Why does he have to have it, you know? I No, I, no I, trust me, no, I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah. It's going to be those same people that go, you know what? Zendaya needs to be white with red hair um, yeah. that are going to be like, Sebastian needs to be Jamaican. So you're right. <laughs> I, I have, I've always seen a lot of people fan cast that guy from Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Um, Titus Burgess played him on Broadway. Oh, okay. I had no idea. So um, he would be great. Um I don't know. It, I've never seen the play, so I don't know if it's he's even Jamaican in the play. <laughs> um, I don't know if Titus ever did like a Jamaican accent. But I'm very uninformed on like Disney Broadway, but I am too. Um, yeah, Titus is great. He's such a good singer. He's very funny. I would be down for that as well. But I, I also would be down for Lin Manuel to do it. Sebastian. I have no other thoughts because I just keep thinking of Jamaican accents and I'm like, yeah, no, no. But like, then I'm like, oh, it doesn't need to be. Uh. I'd be cool. I would love it to be Miranda. someone who's not white, though. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. We... It's like Alan Tudyk. No. <laughs> no, stop it. Alan Tudyk gets enough work. He's a busy man already. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Here's a qu- it's so funny that I'm reading these kind of like on the fly. Mm-hmm. Oh, do I really want to ask this? Oh, it's a controversial. I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to ask you this question. Okay. Do you think Disney will ever make a live action Pocahontas? Do you think they should? This um, is coming from Brie Lauren. No, Brad Lauren. Excuse me. I think maybe if they the live actions keep doing well, which they kind of undoubtedly will, then Disney, looking at their options, will consider doing it at some point. I don't think they should do it because I think Pocahontas in an animated version being historically inaccurate is one thing, and it's kind of a little bit worse to do it live action. Like, how old are you going to make Pocahontas in a live action? I don't know. It's just, like, a lot of things. And I, I part of me feels like it never should have been made to begin with also. So I'm like, we're doing it again. But, um, you know, it probably will happen. <laughs> They're probably going to do all of them eventually. So, you know. Yeah, I... But. Do I think they ever will? Do do I think they should? We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Masil King asks, who's your favorite Disney princess? 
Um, I feel like mine changes a lot. Uh, growing up, I always said Belle, but I don't really feel that anymore. I love uh, Rapunzel, and I love Mulan. I love Mulan probably the most. Yeah, I think I'm right there with you. I, I like Mulan. I like The Little Mermaid, so Ariel. Um, I've always liked Mulan because, you know, she... Uh, it's all about family and you know sticking up for what's right in her country and there's just so many good qualities to like from Mulan yeah um, same thing so with Moana good. yeah does Moana count? I, I would say so <laughs> Disney says no <laughs> yeah whatever you put I her in the why. princess scene I mean, for Wreck-It Ralph what do, you, what do you think? like why I mean, they make such a point in the movie about Moana not being a princess, but obviously that doesn't mean anything because Pocahontas and Mulan are princesses. Like, why not include her in the lineup? Like, I understand why Anna and Elsa are not, because Frozen is such a big franchise on its own that they don't need to be included. Sure. But I don't know. I just, like, I don't understand why not just make Mulan, I mean, <laughs> Moana official. You know, I don't know. She has so many good qualities. You think that would fit, you know? Yeah. Their, their, you know, their, their, maybe their specifications for being in the Disney princess line. Do you know how often they update their Disney princess, you know, line is, do they look at it every year or do they, do you think they, you know, look at it on the fly and they go, huh, let's just add her. I feel like in recent years, it's like if someone's been added, it's been like very shortly after their movie came out. Like the last right. one was Merida, and it happened like like in that year or the next year. So I was kind of so like weird to me. You can add Merida, but you won't add Moana. Right. And I mean, you know, maybe they just wanted Pixar to have representation in the lineup. But I was like, when Moana came out, I was kind of like, okay, yeah, like maybe they're waiting to see how the movie does and like she'll be added soon. But like then it never happened. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, I'm totally with you. I, you, I think you make Moana. She's, she's on the same level as Mulan to me in terms of what she does as, you know, a leading female character. Yeah, she rocks. Yeah, so I'd say, yeah. Okay, are there any Disney animated films that shouldn't be made into live-action remakes? Oh, my God. Well, other than Pocahontas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, hmm. Oh, my goodness. I'm, like, racking my brain for, like, all of them. I'm like, the song of the South. <laughs> it's only partially animated. <laughs> Don't remake Could you it. imagine? <laughs> I mean, like, I, like a, a, a Three Caballeros live action would be very weird. Oh, it would. No, no. I <laughs> so mean, maybe it, not that one. <laughs> I mean, you answered it correctly. Song of the South should not be remade. Yeah. Or just remake it with all white characters. All white. Three just Caballeros. All white characters. No, no, no. Song of the South make make all the leading oh. characters white. <laughs> uh, I don't even think that would make it better. No, payback. <laughs> um, I don't, so I was I would always say Aristocats would be weird to me. Yeah. But now I gotta wait and see how Lady and the Tramp does because like yeah, what if Lady and the Tramp it. is like amazing. Yeah. And we're gonna be like, okay, give us the cats now. Yeah. So I don't know, Oliver and Company. 
the rescuers. Yeah. Oh, the rescuers yeah, that'd be would weird. be weirdo. That'd be like a Stuart Little situation. Yeah, did 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 we even like Stuart Little? I remember liking it as a kid, but I haven't seen it in forever. And I just don't think movies led by live action mice would do all that well. Yeah. Okay, let's keep uh, let's keep going. Something a little lighter than uh, than that question. Thoughts on the movies that are coming to the streaming service? Um, I don't know if they mean thoughts on what they have lined up, but so they have like. Go ahead. I was like, let's take it that way. So, what are, um, what are your thoughts? Do you know Do you know the movies that are on the streaming service? I know many of them. Um, I think it's really cool that they're setting aside some live action remakes for the streaming service. I'm excited for Lady and the Tramp and Peter Pan, and um, I think, oh my God, it's Noel, right? <laughs> Noel. It changes every day. It feels you know, like. I'm like, what is it called? Is it called Nicole? No, I, I just call it Nicole. Um, that's and that's Noel. what it should be called. Why well, Disney hasn't changed it to that? Shame on them. I like Anna Kendrick, so I'm excited for that one. And um, I'm like maybe just not thinking. What are other ones are there? Oh man, so you have uh, Noelle Magic Camp, which has been finished filming for like oh, over a yeah, year. Yeah, Magic Camp. And that's directed by um, the guy that did Mean Girls, uh, mm-hmm. Mark Waters. Mm-hmm. So you have Magic Camp. You have they're working on Three Men and a Baby, a remake of that. They're working on Father of the Bride, Don Quixote, Togo, uh, with William Defoe. Uh-huh. Um, Sword in the Stone, Peter Pan, right. Stargirl. Oh, yeah, yeah, Stargirl. And uh, Flora and Ulysses, I believe, is another one. Cool. Well, the ones that I named are the ones that I'm, like, very excited for. But the thing about a streaming service is that I'm going to watch all of them. So. <laughs> it's because it's going to be on the stream. What a, it's a Disney streaming service. You're going to throw Disney movies at us? Yeah, like, I'll watch all of them. So it doesn't even matter if I'm not excited for Togo. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I'm in agreement. Okay, uh... Carlos1511 wants to know if we think a Hispanic Disney princess will hit the big screen. I hope so. I know that so many people were disappointed that Elena only has a TV show, and Elena's so cool. Um, I feel like they could end up making Elena movies, but for, like, Disney Channel and not for theaters, obviously. Um, I think think it'll happen eventually. (laughs) How long will it take? We don't know. But... Like, it's undoubtedly going to happen eventually. Like, Disney will continue to exist for, like, another 100 years plus. And in that time, we will undoubtedly get so many more diverse characters in live action. And not live action, in full-length feature theatrical releases. Yeah, I agree. I So I can't say I've ever seen an episode of Elena. Um, yeah. But I think we'll get there. I mean, I think, and I think Coco kind of proved that this this culture is so diverse and so so rich that that I think you know people want to visit that culture again. And I I, I get Coco's about more about the land of the dead, but it was just the representation for that was mm-hmm. just so you know so well done. I, I 
I got to assume that with the popularity of Elena and Coco, that Disney will say, okay, now it's time to move one of these characters to the big screen or create a character for the big screen. Um, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I, there's so many cultures that Disney should do that they haven't done, whether it's, you know, you know, a, a different uh, Asian ethnicity or a different, uh, you know, Middle Eastern character. So mm-hmm. we'll have to wait and yeah. see. I, I don't, I, I think it'll be sooner rather than later, honestly. Hopefully. I mean, soon for, like, with the current timeline means, like, five years from now. But that's pretty soon, so. Totally. If you could green light any Disney remake, what would you green light? So I guess they're asking us what Disney animated film would we want to green light? I think you and I have the same opinion on this. Is yours Hercules? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. We both wanted Hercules. <laughs> Who would you want as your Hercules, by the way? Oh, my God. I don't know. It's got to be someone who's, like, just very muscular already. And, like, the only two people that come to mind who I definitely don't want to play Hercules are The Rock and Channing Tatum. I'm like, no, neither of them. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely not. John Cena. Oh, my God. John Cena as Hercules. Well, um anyone that's just like super huge i would be okay with chris pratt honestly i was just gonna say chris evans oh yeah chris evans would be chris, like, chris hemsworth any of the chris's yeah oh my god chris hemsworth <gasps> kill me that would actually be really good oh my god any of the any of the chris's except chris pine <laughs> just give, give me good actors I, i'd be happy with whoever they cast in a hercules movie i just won't want it Except for James Woods. Don't. I can do without James Woods. Oh my god. Yeah. All right. Let's get a couple more in here and then call it a night or day for the people listening. God, God forbid you guys are up this early listening to the show. <laughs> are there any upcoming Disney films that you are not anticipating like at all? <laughs> That's edits by a merman is asking that. Um. Hmm. What about you? I'm like thinking. Because uh, I'm like, I'm excited for River uh, Ralph. I'm excited yeah, for Mary I, Poppins. Uh, I could do without Maleficent 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not excited for Maleficent 2. Definitely not. Yeah, that that one. I'm excited for Dumbo. I'm excited for Captain Marvel. I'm, oh, I'm not excited for Nutcracker. Oh, yeah, Nutcracker, Maleficent 2. I think we're on the same page there. Mm-hmm. Um uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to look at 2019 has so many movies coming out that I'm trying to wrap my head around what's coming up that I'm just like, eh, no, I'm, yeah, I'm but okay. most of them I am like, I'm excited for Aladdin. I'm excited for. Yeah. Dumbo. Excited, excited for Mulan, excited for yeah. now. I'm kind of weirdly excited for Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I guess Maleficent, depending on who they cast for Pirate Six, I could do without a Pirate Six. Mm hmm. Um, but that all depends on Johnny Depp. I, I'm, yep. I'll, I'll say it. I'm not afraid to say it. If you ask <laughs> Johnny Depp, I'm out. I'm done. Sorry. Yeah. I've seen, I mean, I've seen I've seen Jack Sparrow too many times. Especially since they set it up so nicely to continue with the new cast. I would be so cool with the two new young loves, uh, Brenton and is it Kaya? Yeah. And then Will and uh, Elizabeth. Oh, yeah, that would be totally wrong. cool for a team up like that. 
Um, okay, so let's finish it off with a Disney uh, series question. So, favorite Disney cartoon show of all time? So, I guess this could be, you know, the night, the afternoon series. This could be today. What are some of your favorite Disney sh- cartoon shows? Oh my god, yeah, I can't just pick one. I have so many that I loved. I well, from Disney afternoon, I was totally into Rescue Rangers. Was my jam. Yes. Um, I loved Lizzie McGuire. I loved even Stevens. I loved That's So Raven. I loved Kim Possible. Um, hmm. Hmm. Those are like the ones I, that I like grew up with, really. Uh, yeah, I love I Boy Meets World. Does that count? It's like kind yeah. of baby. Yeah, it's ABC. Boy Meets World I was obsessed with. Um, so many live action and not so many animated, weirdly. Yeah, so I, I I liked Tailspin. Tailspin was probably one of my favorites from the Disney Afternoon. So good. Right there with Rescue Rangers. Um, believe it or not, I was never a fan of Gummy Bears, which... Yeah, me either. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of people's favorite. Um, DuckTales, of course, you got it. Um, DuckTales Now is even really good. Yeah. Um, you know which live action, sh- and not a lot of people remember it, but the jersey. I used to love the jersey. You remember the jersey? jersey? Was it like when he put on the jersey, he was like had the powers? So, so it was like a, it was up in a, I think an attic, and it was like four friends. They would go up in there and they'd see this old football jersey. It was all dusty, but when they put it on, they'd be transformed into the actual scenario. So, they would put on a jersey, and all of a sudden, the kid was Wayne Gretzky, or he would put on a jersey and he was you know, uh, Brett Favre in the Super Bowl or uh, Mia Hamm in the, you know, the World Cup. It was, it was called the Jersey. I don't even remember who's in it. I just remember the show and thinking that is super cool. Wild. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I, it must have only aired. There was, was a lot of weird ones like that, like so weird on Disney Channel. Oh, yeah. And like Bug Juice, even though Bug Juice is back on now. Um, is Buck Juice back on? Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, I am so out of the realm of Disney TV. Like I only watch on like the Disney app. I watch Tangled the series and I watch Ducktales and we see like ads for Bug Juice every once in a while and I'm like, Bug Juice, what? That's so weird. Yeah. What about Big Hero Six the series? Are you a fan um, of that? You know, I don't really love it. I didn't. I didn't try super hard. I watched like the pilot episode and I was kind of bored, so I didn't. It really was continue. boring. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. I watched I watched the little, you know how they did a movie for it, little like cartoon movie for it, the same way they did it for Tangled. Yeah. I, I just I felt no connection to the show anymore. I just, yeah. Or those characters. I'm just like it's kind of boring and it's not funny and it's the actions and really not there. And yeah, it's one I'm... of those movies that didn't cross over from 3D animation to 2D animation that well either. Yeah, I'm like, maybe I should go back and watch a couple more episodes, but I haven't made myself do that yet, so, yeah. Aside from that, I totally agree, Boy Meets World. I can't say I was a That's So Raven fan, but I love me some Lizzie McGuire. So good. Lizzie McGuire was the best. Well, aside from that, that will be an episode. Um, Sarah, I do appreciate you coming on the show, filling in. I love having you on the show. Um, Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, let everyone know where they can find you. The links, once again, will be at thedisinsider.com, so let them know where they can find you, Sarah. Yeah, on Twitter, I'm Sarah Sterling underscore, and on Instagram, I'm Sarah G. Sterling. 
Um, you can find my pins that I make on fanflare.com, and my podcast is called The Yappy Hour. And once again, you can find those links at thedizinsider.com. Make sure you buy some awesome Disney pins, like, follow, subscribe to all her channels, all her social media. It's an awesome follow right there and an awesome listen, especially Yappy Hour. You can find me at SkylarHXE, and don't forget to check out the Decast and the Diz Insider on all your favorite social media outlets. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review over on iTunes or wherever you listen to the show. We would love to read your reviews on the show. And for that, this has been the Decast. Recording, so just give it a second. Let's let me do my best Andy intro. <laughs> okay. Greetings and salutations. You guys are listening to the podcast that covers all things Disney, Star Wars, Pixar. Uh, I screwed it up. I knew I would. That was pretty good. <laughs> no, I am horrible at introing this show. Okay, here we go. We got this. You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast Family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts.